0: you're listening to the Let's Chat About podcast, where we talk about all things personal growth, spirituality, and lifestyle. My name's Becca Briggs. I'm a personal growth guide, and I'm here to help the deep, sensitive creatives of the world who are feeling stagnant or going through a major life change, to experience self-discovery, to uncover their true authentic selves, heal their wounded inner child and unhealthy generational and societal patterns and become their healthiest, confident, best selves. Thank you for joining me, and today, let's chat about Is it fun or cruel to scare children? Hello, and happy Halloween. With it being the peak of spooky season, I thought that it might be a good time to talk about scares, in particular, scaring children around Halloween time. As I'm sure it's probably the same for you as it is for me, social media is just filled with videos and pictures and stories of scaring children and wearing the costumes and masks and jumping out and it being a fun prank for children. And my question is, is it really fun or is it more cruel and harmful to their well-being than it is a harmless prank? Now don't get me wrong, I like the spooky Halloween stuff, the decor, the costumes. I will be full transparent is that I've not always been a huge fan of the scare part of Halloween, so I might be a little biased in this. But I kind of want to use my experience to shed a different light on it, because I know I'm probably in the minority as far as not liking to be scared. I guess I'll start off by sharing one of my own personal stories. Growing up as a little kid one of my I guess core Halloween memories was always going to my aunt uncle's house where my uncle would set up a little haunted a haunted maze if you will within his garage and it was never really scary. There would be little things that would go by you know you, you'd you step on a certain area and a skeleton would fly by. And at the end, there was always this witch with this cauldron full of green light and and dry ice. And it was kind of the, the climax of this haunted maze. And, you know, being a little child was always kind of the perfect level of scare for me where it was creepy but not scary now fast forward a few years to when i was eight years old and my mom at her work they hosted a halloween party and she was in charge of putting together this haunted house So I don't remember why but I spent the day kind of helping her set this up and we got in our costumes and went to the party that night and because I had helped set it up I was really excited to go through and see what the finished result was of this haunted house that we put together. So I start walking through and it is way scarier than it was when we were setting it up. And immediately I regretted my decision, but they wouldn't let me come out the front. I had to go through the maze or through the haunted house and it was terrifying. Now, I'm sure if I were to go through the same haunted house now as an adult, it probably wouldn't have been scary, but eight-year-old me, it was terrifying and I can remember it as if I was there right now that it was very scary for me you know at that age and place i was in my life and i get about halfway through this haunted house and i just lose it and i curl up into a ball in the middle of this maze and i'm crying and i'm screaming for my mom and the guys that were kind of working behind the scenes of this haunted maze haunted house they, you know they knew me they knew my mom And I think that they had kind of, you know, went a little above and beyond for it just because they knew me and wanted to kind of scare me. And so they kept saying my name and, you know, ooh, Becca. And that just made it worse. Like, I was, I tell you, I was a mess in the middle of this. And I would not move. And I was just screaming, like, I want my mom. I want my mom. And I guess somebody had to go out and tell her that, you know, (laughs) your daughter's stuck in the maze and won't move and is just screaming and crying and she had to come get me and that <laughs> that's a very significant memory in my life and was something that kind of got joked about and you know about me freaking out in the middle of this haunted house and being a scaredy cat and you know it's even something now where I've gotten into a couple haunted houses now as an adult but not very many and I'm actually at a point in my life right now where I I just tell people I have no interest in going. I do not want to go. I don't want to be purposefully scared. I don't want to be touched and grabbed at. I don't want to be chased and, you know, scared for other people's amusement. And I get it. I get that's a part of the Halloween season. And if you're into that, more power to you. Live your life. I love it. But it's not for me. And I think that that would be different had I not been so traumatized as a child from that experience. And this is why I want to talk about this, because a lot of times I see adults when it comes to scaring children as one of two things. One, oh, it's just a joke and this is how we have fun. Or I was scared when I was a kid. This is what I went through. So they're going to be fine. And either way, I just am not completely sold on that concept. (laughs) So for one, if you're 100% sure that you're child enjoys being scared or is comfortable with it. That's one thing. I will mention here that I think one of the biggest concerns with this argument is that, especially as young children, you know, if they're, I'd say, over 8, 10 years old and they're past that point, they can tell you if they enjoy being scared. They can tell you their brains have formed enough to where they can identify Oh, this is this is all this is. This is just a prank. This is just for fun. Okay, this is fine. You know, I'm safe. It's it's okay to be scared. When it's children less than 8 years old, especially, you know, I see a lot of these pranks happening with babies and toddlers. These are very strong formative years in their lives and While it might seem funny to scare children and see the reaction, them like jumping in their wide eyes and crying, freaking out, you have to understand that what you're doing is putting your child in a fight or flight mode. You're putting them in this survival mode and you're kind of jarring their nervous system. And, you know, they have this moment of wondering if they're safe or not. And I know that might sound a little drastic, but really in black and white, that's what is happening. And it might seem funny to you because you understand that it's a prank. You understand it's a joke. You understand it's just for fun. But when they're that young, they don't understand that. And I, you know, I say this as, you know, again, back to my story of walking through this haunted house where all the people working this haunted house knew that it was a joke and they were having fun with it. But eight-year-old me was literally terrified for her life and you know again like as me now I would know that I'm safe so maybe I would be more comfortable going into a haunted house of that standard not like one of the really 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 scary ones but you know I literally was terrified for my life and safety and thought I was going to die and because my brain couldn't comprehend the fact that it was just a joke or just a prank or just a scare because at up until that point all I had been used to was my uncle's haunted house which wasn't nearly that scary and so when you're you know again when you're doing this to young children who are in their formative years it's really instilling these core beliefs within them of what safety is and I'll I'll say now even with my own story as now as an adult is I'm very easily spooked I am can be very jumpy I get scared a lot more easily than the average person and that's something that I'm trying to work through now and I'm trying to reparent myself on on like what is safety and when to be concerned and when not to be because of moments like this where people thought it was fun to scare me and so I kind of constantly feel on edge on what is safe and what isn't and I know other people who are like this as well and a lot of it comes from other people having fun scaring you in ways that to the person receiving the scares and the pranks is it's actually a more serious feeling it's real it's more jarring even if you consciously know that you're safe your unconscious self that's there to try to protect you immediately lights up as oh is this dangerous is this unsafe you know what is my well-being what can i do to escape this situation you immediately again go into that fight or flight mode And I'm not here to tell you how you can or cannot or should or should not have fun with your children. But I'm curious if you're feeling a little called out or a little triggered or a little defensive about this of, well, this is how I have fun with my children. You know, don't tell me otherwise. Are there any other ways that you can have fun with them that don't involve scaring them? If that's the only way that you can have fun or bond with your children, have you tried exploring any other ways? Now, the second argument that I hear a lot about, you know, I went through this when I was a child, you know, my parents scared me, this is what Halloween was like when I was a kid, you know, that the typical you're overreacting and being sensitive argument. And for that, I just want to remind everyone that everybody is different and certain people are more sensitive to things than others. And that's okay. Why is this a reason to continue traumatizing somebody? If you know that it's probably hurting them, why would you continue to do it? And again, this might be different. Maybe you know, you know, maybe your child's old enough to tell you that they are fine with it and that's fine. But w- I just don't understand the idea of why you would want to put your child through that fight or flight mode for your own entertainment and why the expectation is that they just need to be okay with it because it's what you went through. Because you're two different people who are going to process things completely differently. Again, you're kid might be fine with it and that's totally cool but if they aren't why continue to subject them to that and you know I use my own personal story here just because growing up that was the attitude that was given to me through a lot of my life was you're too sensitive you need to harden up you need to get over it you need to quit overreacting this is just a prank this is just for fun don't be so sensitive you're hurting my feelings because you're being so sensitive and at the end of the day it's Now I've learned, no, I'm not being too sensitive. This is something that really affects me, and I don't like it, and that should be respected. And I know if I'm like that, that there's other people out there like that who don't want to be scared, who don't want to be pranked, and that's okay. And that should be respected, not ridiculed. And the sensitives of the world shouldn't have to harden themselves for others, That's not our job. That's not our responsibility. We should not have to change who we are and put ourselves in perceived dangerous situations just to fit in and be accepted by others. And children are included within that. And this attitude of, you know, well, I went through it, so you have to. I think it's important to note, too, that that attitude trickles down. And that's something that I know has been coming up a lot in our world right now but it's just not a a healthy attitude to pass down uh, another little story here is uh few years ago, I was working as a kindergarten after-school teacher, and I'll, um, I live in Los Angeles right now, and so a lot of the parents of the kids that we had in our class would work within the entertainment industry, you know, more particularly the film industry. And I remember having this student who her dad was a producer, and so he was constantly watching movies and screeners and you know, she would watch movies and screeners and he allowed her to watch horror movies. But she came in around Halloween time and she never said the title of the movie, but she was describing different scenes from the movie The Sixth Sense. Mind you, there are five and six-year-olds in this class. And so, you know, she's describing these scenes in detail to the other kids And, you know, a few of them got really scared, which is understandable. And it got to the point where I think like three of the other girls in the class would not go to the bathroom by themselves because they were terrified that if they went in there, a ghost would get them. You know, so I kind of had to sit down with this girl and talk to her about it and say, you know, it might not be the most appropriate thing to talk to with them because you're actually really scaring them. And she made that exact comment is, well, my dad lets me watch it and I'm fine. So they should be fine with it, too you know we're the same age and I can handle it so they should be able to as well and I said you know that's cool that you're okay with it and can handle it like they're not you and that everyone has different things that scare them and to different extents that they scare them and you know you can see how strongly it's affecting them like why would you want to purposefully hurt them and scare them to where they can't go to the bathroom by themselves you know do you really think that that's okay And just because you're okay with it, that's great, but we need to be mindful about how it's affecting others because we don't want them to not be able to go to the bathroom by themselves because they're scared, right? And she she agreed and it wasn't a big deal. It was just, you know, let's not talk about this here because like you can see that it's bothering them. And if a six-year-old is able to comprehend that and take it seriously and be mindful in changing her behaviors, I feel like adults should be able to as well that's the attitude that we need to carry with us with others and with future generations and with the children is just because you went through something and we're okay doesn't necessarily mean that they need to be subjected to it that they need to go through it too or that they're going to be okay if they do because we're all different people going through different things and again why would we want to purposefully hurt or scare or harm these younger beings don't we want better for them Again, not trying to criticize anyone, not trying to tell someone what they should or shouldn't do. I just want to plant this seed as a little food for thought moving forward on, is it really acceptable or is it a little too harsh? And do we need to be a little more mindful of the ways that we prank or have fun with children, especially in the developmental years? Because referencing back to my story is... It can be something that you might think is minor, but that can actually affect them up until their 30s and that they have to rework through and reteach themselves what is safe and what isn't. I would love to know your thoughts and opinions on this as well. So feel free to comment, email, or message me and let's have a discussion about it. Let's chat about it especially if you're in a similar position where you are more sensitive and affected strongly by things like this and curious to know your journey on how you healed or reparented this part of yourself that was greatly impacted by being scared or spooked thank you again for joining me on today's episode if you have any questions or need any guidance you can find me on social media at thebeccabriggs And if you're in any need of high level support and guidance, I am accepting new coaching clients of which you can book directly on my website, www.beccabriggs.com. I'll chat with you soon. And remember, it's never too early nor too late to create the life that you want. Bye for now.